I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello. What's up? Are we live, pal? We're live, pal. Dang it, man. I was going to have me some salt, vinegar, and chips real quick before we go on. Uh, Just mute your mic. I got mute music going, so you're good. Oh, okay. I'm muted. And then if I talk and I got, uh, you know, mush mouth, you know what it is. <laughs> it's fine. <coughs> I'm trying to get the chat room loaded up right now. Hey, why is this stupid thing giving me a dis- giving me a warning for no bullying, no harassment? Oh, what'd you do? You, did you bully people? Never. Just between you, me, and the rest of the world. I would never bully. You have raw on. What is this, turn into a comedy show or something? <laughs> Might as well be. It's, it's a pretty bad getting everything ready so i'm just letting you <clears throat> i edited it out on the replay anyway so when people download it it's not like they uh, don't have but that's it. some of our best shit <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'm gonna check today when i edit it after we're done but i'm pretty sure our voice comes in over top of it pretty solid so anything oh, to get sure. to that is usually caught yep 
So, uh, uh, apparently, uh, old Humphrey J's retired. <laughs> Bummer. I mean, yeah, I mean. Well, I mean, we should still, you know, good luck in the retirement. Okay, fine. <clears throat> I'll be nice. Alright. Yeah, just, you know, you know. Sad to hear Humphrey Jays hanging up the briefcase or whatever. Okay. Only because you're sensitive. Because he was with us. I mean, you know, he was the original third. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's crazy. Did you, did you get the Facebook memory reminder? I believe it's been five years since we started. That's about right. God. <clears throat> Still one of my favorite pictures of us is us in the commentary desk. Yeah. Alrighty, well, Rob's on the way. <clears throat> Let's go ahead and get to him. Yeah. There he is. There he is. He's here. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to Corner to Corner Wrestling Radio. It's Monday night. We're live from C2CRadioShow.com, Podbean.com, and you can catch up with us on replay through your favorite podcast providers like Acast.com, which is where we have our stuff hosted. I'm Stan Grubb, my tag team partners joining me, Rob Hefner. What up, what up? What's up, Rob and Brian Taylor? What's, What's good? What you doing? That's good. Brian, did you enjoy your salt and vinegar goodness, sir? I did. I always love a good a good bag of Utz salt and vinegar potato chips. That's right. I'm nice. name dropping. With That's right. some nice cold Dr. Pepper. Let the royalties begin. I'm pretty sure W Energy Drink would appreciate if we mentioned that we are as energetic as we are with W energy drink i was about to go to sleep till i had a w energy drink and now i'm ready to go for this show head to w.gg that's d-u-b-b-y dot g-g use the coupon code c2c radio get yourself some dub sludge with granny smith apples and secret sauce brian says he's never trying that flavor galaxy grenade which is watermelon guava and lime explosion that actually sounds kind of good and then, of course, there's the Beach and Peach, the Mango White Peach Cooler. Give it a shot right now. Head to W.GG and use the coupon code of C2C Radio. Get yourself 10% off today. No, I, I'm not opposed <laughs> to the Granny Smith. If I'm going to eat an apple, I, I prefer a Granny Smith. Actually, I agree with you. Those are the best yeah. apples, period. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. And, of course, don't per- forget Dragonade, Dragon Fruit, Pink Strawberry, and Lemonade. But I'm, only, I'm only using that, like, on a D&D. A twenty-four hour D and D binge. You, know you got to I mean? be um really, really revved up and ready to go, guys. Uh, let's see, Grand Slam Wednesday and Friday, SmackDown with the White Rabbit rumors, and uh, wrestling news that has released telling us exactly who got contacted uh, <clears throat> by the WWE. Where shall we start? Let's let's start with uh, actually, Brian. Why don't we start with the news that uh, you just told me a few moments ago? Uh, as many know, uh, five years ago, 
we began our journey into the broadcast and commentary realm for Ultimate Championship Wrestling, and news came across Brian's desk, and therefore our desk today, that uh, one Humphrey J. DuPont, manager of champions, is uh, going to be retiring soon, hanging up the uh, hanging up the briefcase. Brian, it's that's pretty yep. cool. Congratulations yep. to him. Yep, yep. According to uh, Facebook post, uh, said he was going to, you know, he'd been at it 29 years or something. Mm -hmm. Something crazy like that. You know, a staple here in Virginia and said he was going to hang it up and start watching from the other side of the barrier. So good for him. Well, congratulations to him on an excellent career. Rob, uh, your thoughts on retirement, Humphrey J. Well, I mean, I thought it was just, he was a consummate, you know, manager, always playing the angles, always playing the roles in the ring, out of the ring, behind the scenes, um, you know, where he's sitting there and all of a sudden he's like, you know, you're talking to him and then all of a sudden he switches into character and you're like, oh, shit, I just got took. I still think he was responsible for the attack on Outlaw Inc. Just want to put that out there. He may never admit it, but I still think it was him. I was going to say uh, 100% sure it was him. <laughs> I'm pretty, pretty sure. Pretty sure. We haven't seen him since, so it was brutal. The brutal attack. Either was. one. That's right. Actually, you're, you're dead on around that. <laughs> and uh, in all, all kidding aside, Humphrey J did help us uh, help us really cut our teeth and get started with the first episode of Defiance that we ever did. Um, I, always, I, 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 go ahead. Always willing for an interview. Always ready to jump on the commentary team if need be. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean. He's earned his chance to kind of hang it up and wish him the best. Yeah. Very true. Uh, let's see here. So why not cover two days of wrestling action from AEW All Elite Wrestling crowned a new world heavyweight champion uh, among – What's that? Boo Earns. Yeah. Um, mm Mm-mm. Was it Grand Slam or was it Grand Sham? There's a lot of fans asking that question. Uh, I myself uh, kind of agree with you, Brian. Maybe uh, that wasn't the the right the right call to put it on him, but thus it was done. Yeah, but I, I mean, I I wouldn't unless I was a bobblehead go so far as to call it a sham. I mean, you, know, it's not like you any... can go wrong either way. There's an increased amount of people right now that are saying that AEW is, and I'm not sure I agree with this, but actually I'm positive I don't, that AEW is imploding. It's a pretty extreme statement. I mean, yeah, they got their issues as far as what happened, but uh, imploding? Really? Record numbers on on a more sustained basis, right? I mean, they had a, a million-dollar box office on a Dynamite and Rampage. Yeah. Gar- they're guaranteed to get a better deal when the TV when they start negotiating TV. Mm-hmm. 
there's mention that there's going to get another show. Now, they've been talking about that for a while, but that was supposed to be a non-wrestling show, right? Mm-hmm. Well, now it's changed to another wrestling show, which would probably be Ring of Honor. I mean, how are they imploding? I mean, did Bobby Fish put that out there? Is that is that? <laughs> no, he's busy in Impact, you know, where careers go to uh, quietly retire. I mean, I'm just curious. I mean, you know, you really have to look at, like, who says something and then be like, well, is this a straight bobblehead? Because, again, if, if, if the Bobby Fish rumors that I'm sure we'll talk about shortly are mm-hmm. true... You have some of their biggest stars being like, well, I don't think so, Jack. So if your big stars aren't looking to go nowhere, you're not imploding. Well, I mean, anytime you get a get a group, there's going to be those people that are looking, hoping, praying for some chink in the armor of AEW. Because there's so many people out here that just can't sit there and say, this is awesome. We got two wrestling promotions of the same production value, of the same everything, you know. And so you're going to have those people, like, as soon as the whole Young Bucks stuff started, you know, all the Young Bucks and CM Punk and all that stuff. Oh, well, oh, oh, you know what? They got too many egos in the kitchen. They're going to go. Well, that would have been true of NWA. That would have been true of early WCW. But they all hung around. I mean, how many times in the NW in the history of the NWA did somebody not get the belt because the other people at the table didn't think they were worthy? Mm-hmm. You know? Or who's, whose person gets the belt? The biggest, the guy with the biggest ego. <laughs> you know? And... Um, so AEW is imploding. No, no. AEW has its problems, but so does every company. Yeah. I mean, they're not, AEW is not like, I don't uh, I can't remember the word, what it says, but they're, they're not going to not have these issues. They're not going to have the, the growing pains and the, the haters and the egos and the people that go there and don't get used the way they want to. So now they're like, oh, bullshit, I'm out of here. They're all crazy. No, I mean, it's come on now. If that's the way the company worked, then Ryback would still be on TV. Vince would have finally called him. Right. If, if it just took you to sit there and have a temper tantrum, for the powers to be to go, oh, no, no, no. Think about it. If Tony Khan is willing to say, you know what, CM Punk, bye-bye. You need to go away for a while. Is it really, you know, imploding? Or is he like, you know what? I made my shit without you, and I'll make it without you again. If you want to get your crap straight and come play, great. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a it's alarming to me that there are fans that would say something is is 
truly extreme is imploding. And, I, and I'm inclined to agree with Brian that it majority of those that are saying that are, are bobbleheads because it's just there's no thought process behind it. There's no actual logic behind it. I mean, God bless him. Sonny hasn't tweeted this or said it in the chat for a while, but I'm sure he's probably saying the same thing because I'm sure there's a guy with some glasses on down in, uh, where's he at, Tennessee or North Carolina, pick one, old Jim Cornette. I'm sure he's loving it, saying Tony Khan's a money mark, blah, 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 blah. But the truth is, I mean, Tony is rather young at this business and, frankly, is learning a lesson the hard way. All right, yeah, it happened. And he's made adjustments. And I happen to agree with you, Rob. I think that it takes a lot of guts to say, hey, you know what, Punk? Um, well, I'm a huge fan, but uh, maybe you do have to go. Maybe you do need to be gone. And, yeah, that's that's how that typically would operate. I mean, you can't just let somebody hold your company hostage, especially at such a crucial crucial stage in the game as AEW is in. So I, I think he's actually doing the right things. I think that the suspensions were warranted. I think that the consideration to maybe let CM Punk go, yeah, maybe that's what he should be doing. Well, I mean, you look at what – if he hadn't done anything, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and and he didn't just smack CM Punk's hand. I mean, he did smack the Young Bucks as well. Like, I mean, yeah. so be, be what it may, it's just there's those people that as soon as something happens, it's, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know? It's the same people, like you all said, it's the bobbleheads, the same ones out there that said Vince McMahon will fix everything. No. And then, you know, you got it. And, you know, we all fell for it. We're all like, oh, my God, Triple H is going to make it all better. Okay. I'm waiting. (laughs) Yeah, I would have loved to have seen – the group that are saying the AEW's imploding back when uh, Michaels and Hart were just like literally ripping each other apart. To include a back, you know, didn't they fight backstage? Yeah. 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 Tearing each other's hair out, giving yeah. each other black eyes. I mean, that's heat. If you're, <laughs> that's, if you're Bully Ray, that's heat, buddy. Yeah, or let's talk about the infamous plane. Yeah. The infamous plane ride. You know, where it got out of control and people, you know, I mean, just people, that's how people handled their issues. You know, they don't go to Twitter and complain. They go to the person and say, you know what? Hey, I may play one on TV, but I'll also whip your ass. So, leave it to Hook. Hook will save everything. Yep. Bless. God bless Hook. I give him credit. Him and uh, uh, Action Bronson. <laughs> they look, they look, Bronson looked pretty good for a, for a celebrity uh, cameo in, in the ring. He looked like he had, he might have a future. Don't know how big, but you know, he's got a future. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we? Why don't we? While they're still around, why don't we talk about all the wrestling Grand Slam, Dynamite, and Rampage? Uh, we started Grand Slam with the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship on the line. Claudio Castagnoli defending against Chris Jericho. Um, 
you know, I'm I'm officially off the Jericho train. I have uh, turned in my ticket. I am stepping away from. Well, I can't step away from Judas. I can't quit Judas. But everything else, yeah, uh, I, I'm done. I'm done with the Jericho experience or whatever the hell the wizard or. And and come on, no more, no more drunk Uncle Chris, please. Don't be that guy. Can't do it, man. Don't I can't. be that guy. It, Who hurt you? It, That's what I want to. Who I, hurt you? I feel like Jericho hurt me, man. Every is time it I turned, he didn't give you a figure. It is it, that, and the, it also the figure that I do have of his. Um, oddly enough, the abs. Have seemed to disappear, and it actually has a gut. It's really weird. I don't know what happened. But That's why you need the Lionheart one. <laughs> yeah, the, the real baby face Jericho. Yeah. <laughs> it's all I what you buy, man. Old, yeah, good old jazz wears. They're doing a great job for us. So him winning is probably like serves two purposes, right? One. You know, he gives him another notch under his goaded belt. Because mm-hmm. right now it's hard to argue. Right? It's really hard to argue. Like, you you set championships aside. It's hard for, you know, not to argue that guy as being, like, one of the, one of the best ever. But two, it probably means they're getting close to an ROH deal. And if I'm Warner Brothers, Discovery, whatever, whatever it's called, who do I want as my champ? Claudio? Or do I want the biggest name in the industry, Chris Jericho? I'm going with Chris. So Claudio Castagnoli loses via uh, low blow. And that's what makes it better. Officially, I want that gone. The goddamn low blow. Wait, they learned wait, it from Sinsuke. That wasn't a low blow. He, he mule kicked him. Yeah. Right square in the nerds. Just look. Where else do you mule kick somebody? Yeah, like I if mean, this was a movie, he'd be like, <laughs> Claudio's got nards. <laughs> Wolfman's got that. That's a great reference. If it was a comedy from the 80s, they'd have been out of his mouth. <laughs> Ew. You, I mean, I don't know, man. I just don't, I don't see it. I don't, ugh. that stupid Judas effect. God, no, no more Judas, no more back elbow to the face. Come on, bro. I don't know who hurt you today, but you can cry about it later. No, I cry about it now. You're killing me right now. now. Crying about it now. This is the worst show ever. Company's imploding. Tony Khan doesn't give a shit. Well, as much as I didn't want to see Jericho win the belt, I understand what Brian's saying. And I do not see where you're what you're saying. Because I do see where you gotta give it the man credit. At this point in his career, he can still come out and put out matches. And he's not afraid to reinvent himself every week. Granted, it could be characters he made up in IHOP. Um, you know, I mean, it could be just characters. He's like, you know, I always wanted to call myself the wizard. Or, you know, I always wanted to call myself this. 
Vinny never let me call myself, but call me, let, let me call this. This is how I'm going to be, you know? So I think it's good. I mean, do I think that it could be a thing like, you know, he held the title when they went to a, to, to TBS and TNT? Um, hey, it could be Tony's way of saying, this is how our, co you know, continuity. Thank you, Chris, for taking our company and putting it where it is. So... And good luck in retirement. He's not retiring. Damn it. You no. might want him to retire. But yes. if you... If anybody's paying attention to when he came to the ring and the fact that he just stood there and for the solid intro, people screamed his music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. He's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, he does stand in the ring, and they finish out the final verse of Judas. So, and <laughs> there is, you know, he, there is that. He really seemed to soak it in this week, a little bit more than normal. Oh yeah, he was he was loving it. Yeah, he was really loving it this week. Maybe that was his giveaway that he was going to win the title. You know, normally the females cry on the on the the ramp before the match starts. They get that look. But maybe it was Jericho's like, yeah, this is a good night. I'm going to win this title, and they don't realize it yet. Soak it in, man. Now, damn it. Stupid Jericho phrases. <laughs> oh, I hope he does that one day. I hope he does that. I'm taking my ball and going home. <laughs> His interview is going to consist of, hey, guys, I know I have one of the most decorated records of belts in the in the industry, but Stan says I have to quit. <laughs> so I'm gonna go home. I'm going it, to Dean's house. So is that is it? So that Jericho WCW Jericho is that the only Jer version of Jericho besides Y2K or Y2J we have left to see? Yeah, really, it is. Um, we've seen the Thrill Seeker Jericho. We've seen the Pain Maker Lionheart. Lionheart. Um, the Wizard. So yeah. The wizard, the wizard, yep, yep. Uh, the 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 influencer. Uh, too many dance. The Let Champion. Let Let Champion. Yep, yep, yep. Ooh, we just need Ralphus one I time. I wish I had that sound bite. We need Ralphus. Sadly, one I think Ralphus has actually passed. Yeah, but he, you can get another Ralphus. You, you it would be funnier Ralphus two point or something. I was gonna say you have to call him two Ralphus two, yeah. not Ralphus Junior, but Ralphus yeah. two. Or the and guy comes out with some other Cephas name. Yeah. And Jericho just looks at him going, but that's not your name. Yeah. I thought you were called something else. <laughs> and then if only you could get Goldberg in the mix, that would be priceless. Oh, my God. That's when you bring in Gilberg. Oh, Rob, you're a genius. <laughs> you're an absolute genius. <laughs> Dwayne Gill may have a another guest spot in him. Now, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Seth Rollins busted open hard way on Raw tonight. Who? Seth Rollins. That's Ooh, nasty. Wow. Nice little divot in his head. I don't know what he hit, but uh, back to uh, AEW Grand Slam from Dynamite. Uh, the AEW World Tag Team Championship, the acclaimed, challenging Swerve in our glory. Brian, last week we both predicted that Swerve and Our Glory was going to solidify a heel run. Mm -hmm. uh, not so much. 
Now, I will say more groundwork was laid. So when it does happen, and I think it'll happen soon, they'll come off bigger. But yeah, uh, I like the acclaimed and all, but I would have rather have seen a heel beat down. Truly. Yeah. I mean, at least for a little bit longer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, November pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Revolution. Yeah. Have, have no, a claim yeah, just yeah. keeps losing to them. Yeah. Somehow getting title shots, but losing and then, you know. The whole, who was it? Uh, Mikey Whipwreck. Was that him? He just kept losing, 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 and then he pulls off the big one. Yeah, yeah. Over on yeah. ECW. Yeah. So the next big AEW event is uh, Battle of the Belts. It's October 7th in Washington, D.C. Then the pay-per-view next one is Full Gear in Newark, New Jersey. And then the Cow Palace in San Francisco for AEW Revolution. Uh, They don't have a date on that one yet. Hmm. Um, You know, I I want to give more time to the acclaimed win but frankly this match was not as good as the first one um and it honestly felt like it to to me this match felt like it was truly just fan service all right well fans weren't happy with the finish of the last one guess we have to put them over now that's how it felt yeah it felt like you know when they kept going to the well with the hardys versus the Dudley's versus the Edge and Christian, you know, mm-hmm. it's like they kept trying to capture that glory that they had at the first one, yeah. you know, or when they used to put the guys, you know, those people together all the time. It's like, all right, it was great. It had its moment. You blew that moment. So, like, you know, like you should have put the belts on him back back when they did this the first time. But, yeah, we'll take it now. <laughs> Also, one thing I'd point out, two back-to-back matches where the referees look absolutely incompetent. Aubrey Edwards gets distracted by Floyd, turns her back, and then, bam, there's the mule kick. Jericho wins. This one, uh, Rich Johnson's name. But isn't that what a ref is supposed to do? Get distracted by something simple like that? Two matches in a row, though? Uh, why not? That's not the same ref. Yeah, I mean, uh, so honestly, the WWE's never gone two matches in a row where the ref gets distracted or knocked down or. Oh no! Quite like the opposite, which is exactly why I bring it up. WWE does it all the time, so my hope would be that AEW avoids having something like that. But I mean, but who says they can't? Right. I mean, you just don't see it coming. Right? Or are you just, you like now, you're like, I'm kind of like, no, no, I'm thinking about what you're saying. I'm thinking about what you're saying. You know, okay, so part of me, yeah, I didn't really expect him to have two matches in a row where it was like that. So, yeah, I'll give you that. Um, But I also feel like it's kind of lazy. Plus, it, why would Billy Gunn, the good guy, sucker swerve and hit him with the Famaster? You know, the bad guy. Because sometimes that's what good guys do to win. Sometimes good guys cheat to win. 
Yes. Got it. Okay. Okay. Good guys cheat, right? They don't. They, they've never cheated. No, I'm pretty sure. Good guys if, are completely pure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure if you go back, even Dusty Rhodes probably cheated a time or two. Hey, how dare you, sir? Dusty Rhodes. I bet you're honest, man. I think Bruno che- cheated a time or two. Wait, what? <laughs> now, now we're going too far. Bruno cheated. Yeah. Come on. Oh, it happens. Really? Yeah, it happens. Damn. I said Bruno cheat. Now, do I think you sh- they should get in the habit of, you know, it maybe just it just worked the way it was and the booking and the agents didn't talk to each other and, you know, whoops. Yeah. But, you know, it's also you don't want to get in the time the, the thing where every match has something, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, because, I mean, if you were to, I don't know, go three matches in a row where the referee doesn't catch something obvious, pff, that would be crazy. But I also say that I think I said it, you know, a few months ago that Aubrey Edwards is becoming more of a character than, you know, like she becomes more character in the in the ring every week. And eventually, it's going to overshadow what she's supposed to be doing. I don't know if it'll overshadow. She reminds me an awful lot of Mark Curtis. Mm. May he rest in peace. Of all the ones to... Mm. Yeah, he got you right below the belt, didn't he? That ain't it's right. Like, it's kind of like the ref turned his back and he mule kicked you for the win <laughs> there, Rob. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well... Let me let me let me bring my point home. Before I do it though, I will say that MJF calling his fans his devil worshippers, that's how you turn MJF face. And I, I don't think you need to turn him face anymore. No, they'll the fans will do it for him. Yeah. You don't turn him. The fans will just do yeah. it. The fans will just cheer him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it won't matter. Like they'll go to their hometown and he'll be like, Your town sucks. Screw the commanders, whatever. You know what I mean? And everybody be like, yes, screw the commanders. <laughs> like, it's just, it's, that's what he's going to do. And people will love him for it because he's that good at doing it. Mm-hmm. Until, I don't know, maybe he beats up Britt Baker. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what you could do to get MJF to be, to boo, to get booed right now. Maybe beat up Tony again because that was a little much. I didn't think Tony Schiavone was was a guy with, that would bump, or maybe to Brian's credit, maybe that's something they said. Ah, oh, nobody will see this coming. Which, damn yeah. true. I, I never would have thought Tony would have bumped. But I mean, think about it. If you're if you're like a fan, mm-hmm. right? And he what pushes Tony down or whatever. Yeah. Ooh. And yeah, I mean, Tony's almost like a sacred cow. Yes, it'd be the same if he was to have attacked uh, Jr. Yeah. Well, that, that, that mean was... gene. Oh, nobody touched mean gene. They grabbed his right. They grabbed his mic. They grabbed his lapel, but they did not touch the man. Yeah. Tony might be that guy that, you know, don't you dare touch Tony Schiavone. Cause Tony's always played the middle. You know, yeah. he's always been, except the whole weird angle they got, go, you know, with him and Britt Baker there for a while. You know, he always plays the middle guy. 
How about him selling it though? Yeah, I mean, and he does a great job of blending in with the scenery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he can have he can be in the interview, he can say his thing, and then once it's not, once the character the movement's going, he just moves the mic and steps away. You forget he's even there. I was they sold me a ticket when he when he shoved Tony down and then Tony's got his hands up like no no leave me alone I was like get out of here never saw that coming and yet the fans they did actually cheer Well yeah but I, again like I really don't know what it's going to take at this point in time like to boo this guy like te- or not boo him but hate him you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, hate. Like, we want to riot because he's really, he's really done something. Right? This guy's now the the biggest quasi heel on the planet. He I mean, he's, he's so good at being a heel. He's the best face in the world right now. Right, right. And he doesn't he doesn't need to do anything to be that. He just is. Right. Which is I mean, crazy. Impressive. I mean, when 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 Flair to me when in the eighties, right when when Hogan took off, he was a good guy. He always was a good guy, right? Yeah. And then Flair was always a bad guy, but I never saw, never really saw them start. You know what I'm saying? When I was watching it, Flair was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't know Terry Boulder. Yeah. <laughs> You didn't really pick up on him until he beats the Iron Sheik, you yeah. know, that I remember, and he was a good guy. But this is a, I mean, this is the damnedest thing, I think, in pro wrestling that I've ever seen. And he's like a guy that is so good at being a jackass that everybody loves the jackass. And he's only 26. Yeah. I will, I will say that him versus Wheeler Yuta, that'll be a good match. That will be really good. Boo Next Orange. up, All Atlantic Championship Pack defends against Orange Cassidy. Now I mentioned how silly it would look for three matches in a row to have. Oh, the referee doesn't see the. Oh gosh, but that's exactly what we got. Pack hits Orange Cassidy in the head with the hammer. Referee just doesn't see it. Oh, what happened? But uh, yeah, to, Bryce, to Bryce's uh, <laughs> his credit, he's after the match. He he keeps going over to uh, Pack. He's like, um, "All right, you did something. What'd you do? What'd you do?" Like he just keeps trying. Like, "Are you gonna change your decision now? You just you already counted the three. It's over, buddy." <laughs> like, ugh. yeah, yeah. How many times did you see that in your early days of wrestling where? Ric Flair hit somebody with the roll of coins, and after they count the three, then the ref, yeah. you know, Tommy. There's a hundred dollars worth of quarters laying on the <laughs> right, yeah. right. Tommy so Young's like, here. where'd all this money come from? <laughs> Why is he not moving? I don't understand. This is so weird. <laughs> so what has got you so against, like, cheating this week? I'm not against the cheating. I'm just against the let's just make our referees look like absolute idiots. The referees are just dumb. They don't know shit about They're shit. supposed to be dumb. All the time. All the yes. time the refs are dumb. All the time. Quit barking at me, dog. 
You don't agree with that. The dog even <laughs> disagrees with you. I mean, that's what a ref and he's is, supposed, is She's for. supposed to be your best friend. I know, right? I feel so betrayed. Stop barking at me. The ref is blind. That's the whole point of a ref. Yeah, whatever that was. They're supposed to miss everything. I mean, all the time, though. All, all the, the time. time. All the time. I just, I don't know. All the damn referees bumping and getting beat up. And now it's just, oh, oh, there's a low blow. Oh, oh, there's a hammer. Oh, 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 oh. But did he see the hammer? No, because it was. Hell no, he didn't. He was behind. Yeah. It was in front of Pac. You can't. I mean, Pac's a big dude. You couldn't I mean, come him. on, Stan. This has been the thing all the years. Like, come on. Anytime one of the. Somebody hit somebody with a championship belt. The ref never stopped and said, hey, why is this belt all of a sudden in the ring? You're right. Yeah. Hey, what an it odd thing. It should be over at a timekeeper's table. That's just yeah. what they do. In this in this situation, though. They I, are the red shirt from Star Trek. They're just and, there. Yeah. At least Bryce truly doesn't see it. Like Aubrey and uh, Rich Knox, they, they, they were kind of in a poor position. To me, it was like, no, you saw it. No, Bryce truly didn't see it. Like, his back was actually turned. So, at least in his case, I was like, all right, but still. Wrestling's Shenanigans for three week. matches in a row. Wrestling's hurt you this week, hasn't it? Are you mad because Darby Allen got that tattoo and he didn't ask you? Wait, he got a tattoo? He's got a lot of tattoos. Can you be more specific? <laughs> but. Ugh, Pac retains the title. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I would have liked to have seen Orange Cassidy get the win. I, I say it every title match, though. But this is a – I read a stat. Eight title matches in a row. Eight of them where he's lost. He's not a champ. You think that's what it is? Is he's just not going to hold a title? No. I, I mean, I think he will eventually. But, right, he's just that guy that is, is better in the in the role – facing a champ and losing to the champ mm-hmm. because again you'll start picking up on this stat right because yeah. if they if they mention it they want you to know for a reason right so that eventually it'll creep <laughs> in oh that's this is 12 championship matches in a row that orange cassidy has lost yeah right they'll they'll probably even put it on the ticker next time 13, he's lost 13 championship yeah. matches. And then when yeah. you get to 15, ba-bam. Cassidy you know. wins! Cassidy yeah. wins! <laughs> Cassidy wins, yeah. So be the ticker at the bottom. Like, he is right. he is 23 and 13. And, oh, by the way, the 13 is every time he's gone against the champion. Oh, yeah. Again, that's that's what will happen. They're, they're setting you up. Big. Oh boy, I think I heard Rob say bleeding like a stuck pig. He must have be he must be talking about the match that hap- that happened after this, the Fatal Four Way. Tony Storm defending the interim women's championship against Britt Baker, Serena Deeb, and Athena. Um, actually, this match wasn't bad. I, I liked this one. It was better than the uh, better than the matchup that they had at uh, All Out. And honestly. I was really surprised that uh, we didn't see a title change, but kind of cool. 
Um, Britt Baker continues to be the MVP of your women's division. I don't care what anybody says. Britt Baker is the MVP of the women's division because not only did she take an absolute beating and then get her face crushed. She has a broken nose again, by the way. Um, but it's what she does to sell the, the debut of Soraya, formerly known as Paige. I mean, Britt Baker is their MVP. They, she, needs a, she needs a raise. Well, so there was some, I don't know if it's true or not, but there was something I read that they didn't tell anybody, like that that was a like real reaction. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. there, was, there was something I read that like they didn't know. So that bewilderment look, because they really, you know, if they knew, they really that was that was the best. I don't know what the hell's going on here moment. Right. I think I've ever seen if they if they truly knew. Especially when the music hit. Yeah. They're all like, what the hell? Yep. And then the name, and they're kind of looking at each other like, who the hell's that? Mm hmm. Now, I, I was kind of hoping, or I, I hopefully down the line, we might get like Hater to side with uh, Soraya. God, I'm going to have to learn to pronounce that. Mm hmm. So you have like a, you know, a UK connection or something. Maybe throw Tony Storm in the mix. We'll get an international versus domestic type thing going on. I'd be all right with that. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Immediately after Soraya debuts, by the way, which I think is the loudest reaction of the night. Um, immediately after, people are on Twitter trying to speculate that say Soraya has not been cleared to wrestle yet. Uh, to which she responded directly on Twitter where she said, shut up, dirt sheets, or something like that. Don't believe the clickbait. And she apparently has an interview segment on this coming Wednesday's Dynamite. She has been nothing but trolling people the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's probably another classic, you're not fit to wrestle for the WWE. Right. But... Anywhere else you go, you can wrestle your ass off. Right. Because there's been a few of them like that. Yeah. Well, and Danielson sticks out the most where, you know, he was never cleared for WWE. And then finally he gets to, a chance to come back. Comes to, to AEW and people are instantly like, ah, he's just going to get hurt again. Mm. Uh, not really. I think that's where your board of directors and you're like, you're, that kind of stuff gets in the way, you know? Like the people, like oh, we can't let them. You know, not that it's ever. It's that's the reason. But you know what I mean. Like they can't wrestle because oh my god, it hurt. You know, that all gets the ego. Like oh, fine, you're hurt. Stay over here. But yeah. then why do they let Edge wrestle? That's a good question. Ed, Edge, Edge, I think was probably worse off than uh, Danielson was. But yet, when he comes back, they're like, yeah, sure, climb in the ring. Right. I just don't think they had a plan for him. And they used that to take him off TV for a while. I mean, the classic creative's got nothing for you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, you might be right on that because it literally felt like, 
you know, here he is off camera saying, no, I'm doing everything in my power. I'm taking every test I can take and they won't let me come back when yeah. literally nothing on television even mentions him. Yeah, because what was his last match? Roman? Yeah, Mania. Yeah. And Roman, I mean, pretty much. Didn't Roman, like, beat him up? Uh, Roman tapped him out with the um, the front the front chancery that he does. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, oddly enough, we get to the main event. Mox and Brian Danielson for the AEW World Championship. Really feel like they made the wrong call with this match. Uh, Mox comes away as a three-time champion, winner of the tournament, and that's that's it. No MJF cash in, no tease, no nothing. Just Mox celebrating with the title. Yeah. Yeah, I like Mox. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it, it, you talk about a stud that's carrying the company. I give him that. But uh, this would have been the time to do something. I feel like put it on Danielson, have MJF come down, something. Just missed opportunity. I, I mean, I agree that it should have gone to Danielson because I think Danielson and MJF is going to be a burner. Yes. Um, but I, I think they just deferred to who they thought would, was the bigger name. I mean, don't get, I mean, Mox has been on a hell of a tear. Mm-hmm. Like, since he's been in AEW and, you know, outside the WWE. But, yeah, I was kind of, I was hoping for Danielson. Let's see what he does. It just felt like it was almost, uh, almost forced, you know. It just wasn't. I don't, I don't like to say force. That's not really the right word. I don't know. It just felt like they went with, okay, this is what we know. This is where we're comfortable. Um, and their their plan, I assume, is Mox against MJF, which, again, not going to be a bad match. Their, their initial contest when he was uh, trying to get the Paradigm Shift banned, that wasn't a bad match. Um, so we're not necessarily going down a bad place, but... I, I agree. I, I would have liked to have seen Danielson. I think that dynamic would have been better. Mm-hmm. Yep. No argument on this side. So Dynamite um, comes to a close, and then we head to Rampage Grand Slam. Uh, wow. What a start, right? So we get the House of Black versus Sting and Darby Allen in a no disqualification match. <clears throat> And, um, I mean, it's Sting and Darby versus them, versus House of Black. And it, you, you get exactly what you're expecting, only maybe not, because you get the AEW debut of the great freaking Muda. That was really cool. That was really cool. I truly wish they would have put this in the main event. That would have been uh, an awesome way to close the show. I mean... I love the fact when they came out and Sting just started laughing, mm-hmm. you know, and you got to give Muda something with that head, that headpiece. But hey, um, I mean, something I never thought we'd see the great Muda again. And I'll tell you, like he was one of the first 
legit bad guys that I remember seeing as a kid going, I'm really scared for Sting. Yeah. You know, like, I'm legit scared of Sting. Sting going to die. He, um, I, there are a couple of times where he took a, a bump that just kind of, kind of concerned me. Like the, the table shot that he took from Brody King. Holy snikes, man. I, I thought maybe that was it. What? Well, that and then, um, what's his name? Bleeding like a stuffed pig from the side of his head. And then the table shot, what's her name took? Oh, I should say. Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like her, I mean, like literally she took a V shape out of the table. She yeah, missed that, was, that table. Yeah. It's like, golly, day, man, why? <laughs> why would you want to go through that? What possible good, what possible good could that do? No, thank you. That was rough. Yeah. I mean, I watched the guy, the safety guy on the the ring, you know, with the headset. Like, they showed her angle, right? And then they quickly panned away from it. And then he's standing on the ring, and he looks over, and all of a sudden he's like, ooh. <laughs> Maybe I should go over there. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it was a gimmick table, but I have never seen just a chunk being taken out like that. Well, that's the only part that her butt hit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they had planned that, that was genius. But I've never seen somebody's butt hit a table and just, like, take a chunk out. Yeah. A perfect chunk. Yeah, a perfect chunk. Yeah, so. I mean, hopefully she ain't got a concussion. Is that what we're trying to say? Dude, her head had to have hit that rail. Oh, yeah. It was... um... It was a little scary. I mean, there were a couple of bumps there that just like, were like, damn it, what are you doing? But at, yeah. every time freaking Darby's in a, in a match, you have to know that something crazy is going to happen. Mm-hmm. When when Brody King was hanging him over the edge, mm-hmm. like put him in the chokehold and then took his feet and dangled it over the edge. You're like, oh, shit. But like, you think about that shot she took. Like, there's no way in hell she signed up for like, you want me to bypass the table? And land head first on the concrete. <laughs> yeah. But my only issue, I understand Muda coming out. My only issue is I think it's foolish now that the House of Black keeps losing to them too. I mean, like, there's apparently, apparently Buddy Matthews is uh, taking a little time off. Nope. You go look at his Twitter, he said it was fake. Aha, okay. All right. So did Brody King. Brody King also tweeted the same thing, or? Oh, no, it was something different, but he said he ain't going nowhere. Gotcha. Oh, did Stan believe the hype again? (laughs) Um, I don't know. (laughs) I'm not going to say I did or didn't. I don't know. I guess I did. Yeah, they got me. That's fine. It got me. Whatever. I have fallen for worse. Sadly. Yeah. What was her name? <laughs> I was going to say the Ouch. same thing. Ouch. Ouch. Oh, I'm so glad you said it. I was going to say the same damn thing. Damn. I just want to say damn because, yeah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so next up we had Matt Menard and Angelo exactly. Parker 2.0 against Hook and Action Bronson. Uh, yeah, this match happened. It definitely took place. Okay. <laughs> that's that's about all I could say. It happened. <laughs> it happened. This too shall pass. I mean, what else would you want me to say about it? It's not, I'm not really sure if there is much I can do. I don't know. You stepped away from your mic and nobody could hear you. Nope. nope. Now you're even further. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> are you walking across the room trying to go pee or something? Is that one of your weird question answering, asking what they parts where you thought we were going to talk when you could run off and do something? No. And it failed? Now, everybody listening to our show, we're going to take a moment to while Stan tries to figure out what the hell he's doing. <laughs> I'm getting assaulted by a dog. Ow, get off. Ow. There we go. Ugh. One of these days, these stupid things will work. I guess just not today. You're not supposed to talk about your pets like that. <laughs> Bella, they're talking mean about you. We aren't saying nothing. <laughs> uh, anything that stood out to you guys game. about the action Bronson and Hook? Anything you want to mention or just keep it moving? No, nah, I mean, I think it was what it was. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Wardlow and Samoa Joe versus Josh Woods and Tony Nice. Um, not a bad matchup. I, I thought it was actually okay. Um, Wardlow, Powerbomb Symphony, and then Mark Sterling tries to get involved, and he gets a powerbomb symphony, and I guess that's that. Are we leading to Samoa Joe against Wardlow? Is that what we're supposed to be aiming to? Mm, no. No? No. I mean, because... <clears throat> I mean, I, I, would, I would hope that they were smart enough that Samoa Joe would beat the living tar in a Wardlow. I kind of thought that that might happen, you know, while we were uh, watching this match, but no, not, not really. There wasn't even like a, a miscue or anything that you could really go, oh man, we're going to see it. No, not really. Just two guys with titles celebrating. Powerbomb. Yeah, team. I mean, that's all I think it is. Just those two celebrating. <sighs> Muscle busters and powerbombs and stuff. Alrighty then. Ray Phoenix and Jungle Boy was next. Jungle Boy gets the win. I guess they're not going with Jack Perry as his name. I thought they mentioned that. Um, they may have. I might have missed the commentary on it, but it sounded like they were just ignoring Jack Perry as far as the name change. Because it sounded like that was what they were going with when his feud with uh, Christian kicked off. But I guess that's not the case. I need Christian back in her life. Well, you got a little bit of it. 
Christian uh, cut a promo out there and uh, sent Luchasaurus to beat the holy snot out of uh, Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy tried to fight him off. All for not gets choke slammed, and uh, then Christian called everybody in New York a bunch of bitches. God, he's so good at that. <laughs> he, uh, he, he, he's rude, man. He comes out there, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to piss these people off. Watch this. <laughs> you there. Yes, you in the front row. You're a bitch. <laughs> he just says it in a way. It's like, damn. All right, man. I mean, Love he's still much. the most uh, dapper heel we got in the world right now too with that Christian Sean Connery, Connery look yeah. <laughs> exactly I, that's what he looks like that's what he reminds me of every time I see him <laughs> welcome to the rock <laughs> uh, Sammy Guevara and Eddie Kingston was next in a matchup that uh, I don't think anybody expected to happen but it finally did Eddie Kingston beat the shit out of Sammy. Just beat his ass. Chokes him out. Gets the win by submission. But continues to choke him out. And the referee changes his mind. So now the referees can, can actually show some show some, uh, some guts, some backbone. And they can see things. So now they'll change the decision. I don't know what you got against uh, refs tonight. AEW referees are horrible. Well, WWE referees are just as bad. So, <laughs> apparently, you have issues with referees. Yeah, referees are stupid. Um, uh, we get what? No, referees keep order. Yeah, yeah. There's a hammer to the head. I, I didn't see nothing. What happened, man? Jeez, this is crazy. Man, somebody's got some pent up feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> AWTBS title Jade defending against, against hammers against, against, <laughs> against Diamante, who we haven't seen on AEW television in months. Uh, oh, by the way, Diamante gets squished by Jade. That's it. All she wrote. The uh, rap star that was in Diamante's corner also turns on her and smacks the piss out of her. Uh, damn. Jade now, 38-0. It's going to keep going, bro. Will be shit. Yeah, I could have did without. Could have did without. Y'all just haters. No, that's Jamie Hater. Well, I, I agree. I don't like what's-her-name. I think Jade. I think she's a waste of space. Mm. I just don't see it. I don't see the. I mean, she's charismatic. I'll give her that. And she can cut a promo from time to time, but she does the same shit over and over again. Like Hulk Hogan or John Cena or Seth Rollins or. But they had charismatic. <gasps> How dare you insult the name of the American Nightmare, sir? Uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it, it she bores me. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Just boring. But maybe you're right. Maybe she gets to like 100 or whatever Goldberg's streak was when he finally lost. No, y'all just, can't. Once you're off, you don't get back on the bandwagon. Gets to 99. No, I don't I don't want to be on the bandwagon. I'm just saying that maybe that that's actually their plan. No, no, you're off. You're off. That's fine with me. <laughs> fine by me. <laughs> <laughs> Golden Ticket Battle Royal is next. Uh, there's so many damn people in this battle royal. A uh, couple of highlights. Dalton Castle was in this match. Danhausen was in this match. Uh, Cole Carter. Who the hell is Cole Carter? Uh, and Penta El Sierro Medio, or whatever the heck he's going by this week, because they keep changing his name. Uh, yeah. Wasn't uh, Cole Carter, wasn't he NXT? Uh, yeah, he was, um, what was the guy's name? He was with Tony D's uh, group. Uh, Two Dimes. That was his name. There you go. Two Dimes. I like that one you hear, better. You hear that cricket in the background? Yeah, that's, that's just the reaction he got. Two Dimes. Roosh was in this one. It was Roosh and Adam Page at the end. No Adam Cole, Brian. We didn't get to see him. But Brian Cage was actually in this match. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough. Uh, he eliminated a couple folks. But it's, like I said, Roosh and Hangman are the last two. Hangman gets the victory and gets a title shot against John Moxley. And his title shot is going to be coming at, I believe, I've got the date here. It's supposed to be like the 18th. So he's supposed to be getting it against uh, uh, against Mox at uh, the Battle of the Belts or whatever. Boo. We don't like that guy. <laughs> I mean... I wonder if maybe uh, maybe Adam Page is like, look, I had nothing to do with all this crap that happened during your media scrum, and now Tony's trying to reward his loyalty or something. I, I, I what do you mean the guy did it on national TV? I'm talking about I'm talking about the actual scrum itself, not like the 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 lead in. But he still started it all. I mean, he's not taking our advice on it. That's for sure. He started it all. 
It's all your fault, Hangman. All your fault. Now without we're without Punk, we're without the Bucks, Bucks. we're without Omega. CM Punk's dog's not even allowed in the building. Freaking H Steel bit a guy. It's just ugh. They banned CM Punk shirts. He there is a strong rumor out there that they're gonna buy Punk's contract out and just let him be gone. I think we need to wait for the uh, investigation to be done first, and then we'll yeah. see what happens. I'd like to figure out why Stan went from mm-hmm. Stan has gone from sucking the CM Punk teat mm-hmm. to Damn. like the teat, the teat to like fuck him, he's gone. You know, like, no, 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 that's just it. That that's just it. I'm not in that camp. I just I'm. I don't know what to make of any of it. It's crazy because here's this guy. He just, you know, he just got back off of his foot injury. And unfortunately, you know, now we do find out he's got a torn tricep. But just after going through all of that shit just to get back there and ask Brian, I've said it so many times. It's just what the hell happened to make him finally just say, I work with a bunch of children. These guys couldn't fucking manage a target. Fuck Colt Cabana. I mean, it's just like. It's screw a pipe bomb. He's just throwing nukes. It's like, damn. And you can't say it's drugs because the man's a straight laser, a straight yeah, edge. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at CM Punk if that's how he truly feels. Who am I to tell him he can't? I don't think it was professional. You're motherfucking grub. That's who you are. I'm right. Hmm. But I mean, I don't think that it's two drops in the last that. ten minutes. I don't think that's that's. I don't think that's professional to do that in a media see rob now you've been screwed up stan doesn't think it's professional that you did what you did in the last two times in the last 10 minutes i know i've done fucked everything up damn (laughs) really i mean we're just all in we're just saying fuck this and fuck that huh we're just just all kinds of fuck today okay not me sir i have yet to say fuck at all Uh, yeah Thanks, Brian. <laughs> and Stan, technically, that last sentence you said, that was more fucks than I had said fuck before the fuck that we started. Rob's just like, fuck any fuck, fuck, fuck sticks. He's just throwing them all out there. <laughs> this is a whole segment I'm going to have to literally just delete out because... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like, hey, guys, did y'all see him, punk? And next time on... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what was next? What was next after? It's like when you watch the TV, you're scrolling through TV and you see like 50 shades of gray. You're like, all right, how can that be on TV at all? Right. You know, like, what is it? Hi, what's your name? And here are the credits. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like when they air, um, the last boy scout on like tbs uh-huh. there's literally all cuss words and there's like ah okay everything's bleeped or muted or you hear him just say fudge a lot yeah just that's not fudge. what you said <laughs> uh let's see here uh after adam page wins the battle royal it's the lights out match between powerhouse hobbs and ricky starks Seemed a little soon for me to have uh, this match go this direction, but Ricky Starks gets the victory. 
hard-fought match. I thought this was really good. I thought both of these guys looked great during this match. But, uh, yeah, Ricky Starks wins. And uh, maybe this is this feud may not be over, but definitely a better showing for Starks than this one. Well, I don't, I mean, are you just jaded now that the good guy won? Well, don't you think after squashing Ricky Starks in like four minutes that uh, it would have made better sense to have Starks lose this match? Or am I just, am I all alone on that one? Is is this just me on the island by myself lately? Yeah, I don't know where your head's at right now. I don't know who yourself and you. Yeah, Yeah, the theme of this week is stands alone on the island. I, I don't know who, why you're so jaded, who hurt you, what nightmare you woke up to, you know. I don't I don't know about you this week. No, the the theme this week, Brian's right. The theme this week is Stan hates refs. He hates good guys. Mm-hmm. He's mad at the CM Punk world, mm-hmm. and he's mad at um, everyone else. Y'all bunch of but he loves but he loves that. some Jade Cargill. Uh now you've no, he's, the line. I mean, he's off that you, bus. Mm-mm. You've crossed the line. <laughs> he's not getting back back on that wagon. Got that right. Jeez. He's off. There's no room for me on there. Yep. He's, he's all smelted out. He's all smelted. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how would you rate Grand Slam as a whole between Wednesday and Friday? Uh, Rob, out of five stars, I guess. How would you rate it? Three and a half. Three and a half. Mm, right? Three and a half. Brian? Ooh. I don't know. I'm still thinking. One of the highlights has got to be the debut of Great Muda. Yeah, that's um, so cool. Low lights. Um, Ricky Starks. Um, Wait, now you're on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> made a good decision, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> the refs. Um, yeah. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, Stan, I can't lie. The refs were awesome. Damn it. You just don't know how to see good action when you see it. You were doing so well. You were doing so well, Rob. High hopes for you. There is no hope for me. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I mean... Oh, Diane... Carl Anderson's new Neverweight champ. Nice. I didn't know that. That's cool. Well, I mean, mean, that's what it looks like on Instagram. Cool. Uh, Three stars. That's what I'll give it. Definitely a highlight is a great Muda. Soraya's debut. Um, even though I would have liked to have seen Danielson win, I thought Mox and Danielson was really good. Um, yeah, three stars. I thought Jericho was good. 
I've already had my time. I need to stop talking. <laughs> I didn't know we had time limits, but okay. All right, Brian, you've had your thinking time. You don't count me down, nor do you tell me how long I have to think. So, Just for that, he's going to take a few more now. seconds. <laughs> right. The following silence is brought to you by <laughs> Headspace. <laughs> Having trouble sleeping? Try Headspace. Or, or now hear me out, an Austin Theory match. True, anything, Austin Theory. Or Bailey. Or, you know. You don't like Bailey? I like Bailey. You would. I was talking to Rob. I guess I just haven't paid much attention to, like, what the angle is. Oh, no, there's only one angle. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> Brian, do you have a rating for Grand Slam? <laughs> no, man. I, I uh, what I tell you, you can't count me down. You can't rush me. Rob's still trying to figure out what I said. <laughs> uh, I really hope that her match with uh, Bianca Belair, by the way, at Extreme Rules. I hope it's not bad. Bianca Belair has, in in the past few weeks, has really fallen off, in my opinion. And every time I watch her in the ring now, I'm just I'm feeling like everything is so choreographed. It's not even like you can't suspend disbelief because two seconds before something happens, you can see her getting ready for it. It's just, it's so obvious. It's like, ah, Stan, well, is there anything about pro wrestling you like at this time? Uh, I liked your angle comment. Anything at all. <laughs> the angle comment. What did you good. just say? I said, I like the angle comment. That was good. That was positive. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Smackdown. No, I, I do have something I like that's wrestling related. And that is uh, the segment on Smackdown where Roman and the Bloodline gave the honorary Oos his official t-shirt. Because they really, they really set it up nice. Like they do the whole, you know, celebrating, welcoming Solo Sokoa, and uh, Sami Zayn is sitting there, and he's like, "I acknowledge you, Tribal Chief." And then Roman takes the mic. He's like, "Why are you talking? What are you doing? Why are you even wearing that shirt?" Like it totally sets you up to think, "Oh, Sami's about to get the shit kicked out of him." They they even go so far as to have Jay shred the T-shirt off of him. And the whole time, I'm just thinking, yeah, this is the end of Sami Zayn. We're, he's done. And then Roman's like, you can't ever wear that shirt again. And then he says, because I got you a new one. And he throws him the shirt, and it's the actual honorary Ooze t-shirt. It just, that was a pretty cool a cool segment this week. I liked that. I liked it. Rob, you, you want to take this, or you want me to? I just my brain's hurting right now because of this yeah. So what Rob and me are trying to say is big fucking deal. <laughs> Ouch. Damn. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> Damn. 
we stopped caring about any kind of storyline with Roman Reigns three and a half years ago. Well, uh, it was a cold winter's night for the <laughs> Royal Rumble. <laughs> he came out, he won. Nobody cared, and the world has never been the same. Kind of startling how accurate that is. <laughs> hey, random wrestling fact that I just saw. Isn't it interesting that Mark Calloway was managed by the same person on his debut in World Class that he was with WWE? On his debut in World in WWE? Yep. So Percy did it both? Yep. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Not bad. He debuted on World Class as Big Red with Percy Pringle. Now, I think what Stan is trying to say. He loves Roman Reigns and he's so happy <laughs> and he wants an honorary Ooze <laughs> t-shirt. You'd get me killed by a bunch of Undertaker fans if I was to say that. Big you <laughs> Undertaker, big fucking deal. Who cares? <laughs> Who, Who cares? Who are you? <laughs> Who into? <laughs> Jim Cornette said he sucked. <laughs> Who, the Undertaker? No. Oh. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I was going to say, there ain't no way. <laughs> no, Cornette is firmly, firmly in the corner of good old uh, Mean Mark. No, Stan's just mad because he didn't get an honorary Ooze t-shirt. I, did, I am. Where, where's Where's my honorary Ooze t-shirt? Did Why you, can't I have an honorary Ooze t-shirt? You can get one at www.shop.com, and I bet they're on sale today. Yeah, but it says Sami Zayn. I don't want it to say Sami Zayn. I want it to say me. With the right enough ink, it'll say Stan. Mm, that is true. Or if you get a medium... If you get a medium and pull it down over your top, mm. it'll stretch out to where all you can see is the S. <laughs> Sadly, I don't think I would uh, be able to uh, get that to fit properly or even <laughs> over my freaking Pull it down and flop up like a blind. <laughs> so, Stan, yeah. Stan, just so you know, that's uh -huh. the whole point of Rob's joke is know, that it wouldn't. Oh, okay. I'm just... You sound like you were having problems with it. To let you know that that was the whole point of the joke. <laughs> what did Miz ever do to Dexter Loomis to make him want to beat his ass every single week? The buzzard? You mean the buzzard? He married Maurice. I mean, he just choked him out yet again. It's just so weird. I don't get it. Are you kidding me? So Bray Wyatt's first feud is going to be with The Miz? If the rumors are true? Wait, is that what? Is that what we're doing? Oh, yeah, you, ha you haven't heard that? That Braun no. Strowman is the pig and uh, Cross is the... What is Cross? The rabbit. And Loomis is the buzzard. And Scarlet is the, the nun puppet. Abby the Witch is Scarlet? Yeah. And that all the puppets have come to life. I'm troubled like, by this. <laughs> like we didn't know Braun Strowman has been around before the damn puppets. Nuh-uh. 
He wasn't on TV, so we don't know who he is anymore. That is a and I mean, Alexa Bliss is still carrying that damn doll, so. Yeah. It's almost as bad as Morrissey was supposed to be somebody's brother. Whose brother was he supposed to be? Uh, you don't remember that? That rumor that he was going to WWE, he was going to be like uh, somebody's older brother. Shoot. What was that one? Damn, I don't remember. Who was that? I'll, I'll have to find it. Let's see if I can find it. It was somebody that was feuding with like uh, Ezekiel or something. That Morrissey was going to come in and be somebody's older brother or something. Like we didn't remember who Morrissey is. Like Elias? Yeah, some stupid crap like that. Oh, the WWE. Yeah, they are a uh, cavalcade of comedic errors right now, including contacting Swerve Strickland and Miro and Keith Lee, attempting and to FTR. see, hey, you guys, guys want to come back? FTR, contacting Buddy Matthews and supposedly Malachi Black. Uh, so... Normally, Adam when Cole, it comes to Kyle Ad, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, yep, yep. So normally, when it comes to uh, accusations of contract tampering, I usually just say I don't buy it. But in this case, uh, no, you got too many people saying, uh, "Yeah, they called me." <laughs> to you can't really deny it. I don't, I don't see why that would happen, and I don't see how WWE will avoid any kind of we'll just say legal penalty because I'm sure Tony Khan will sue them for it. At least he should um, teach them a can lesson. You can you? Uh, yeah, for contract tampering, that's some serious business. Is it contract Is tampering it? when you just called and said, "Hey, are you available?" Yeah, so I mean, like we're—they're not part of a players' association, right? That's true. There is no like union the NFL or, or baseball yep. or whatever. I mean, this is kind of like Coke and Pepsi trying to recruit. Somebody that knows the secret formula. Yes. While it may be contract tampering, I'm not really sure there's much you could do about it. Because I would have thought it would have been done in the past. Because nobody can tell me that WCW didn't do it to WWE or WWF and they didn't do it to WCW and all this other crap. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like That's been going on forever and a day and I don't know. Has anybody ever been sued? Uh, I know that Eric Bischoff did sue WWE at one point, and Paul Heyman did sue uh, WCW at one point for those same type of tactics. Heyman actually won his case. Uh, I don't know what the situation was with WCW. I don't, I don't remember. I don't think he won, though. I don't remember ever hearing that he won. And you know Bischoff, he would he would acknowledge that he won in mm. court. He, that would be a, a first thing he would acknowledge. He'd say, I won. I beat Vince McMahon in court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I've never. To me, that would be, again, like, it's two different companies trying to recruit employees. Happens all the time. 
Candice LeRae debuting on Monday Night Raw, getting ready to take on Nikki A.S.H. That uh, is happening right now. Looking at the list of people that uh, WWE had reached out to, I mean, Miro, he's got to be happy as a clam. I mean, he can do his streaming. He can do TV shows. He can do movies if he wants. His wife is free to do anything she wants. And, oh, by the way, he's got one of the hottest gimmicks in wrestling right now. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't see him going back, especially mm-hmm. after they really just beat the piss out of his character, burying Rusev Day. Um, and let's point out that Triple H was there when that happened. Uh, Keith Lee, the way he was released and let go was shitty to say the least. Not to mention the fact that the way they treated his wife, um, he's gotten a reason to want to go back. Swerve Strickland. Uh, Shane in our uh, group chat said that he was kind of forced to team with Hit Row. I didn't know that that was actually the case. But that being said, again, what? he's one of one of the hottest new prospects that AEW has brought in. Yeah, but wasn't Hit... I think it was Hit Row was before him. So Hit Row was before him, and then he joined yeah. Hit Row. Yeah, but I... I, I how'd the story go? Because it wasn't too long ago. Even Swerve has, like, said how how it played out. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, he was kind of thrown in it, like, at the last second or something. Yeah. Yeah, and he was. Yeah. He was. Like, he, literally, he was doing his own thing. And then in the middle of a great face run with a feud against um, Santos Escobar, uh, he gets turned turned heel and joins Hit Row. Like, really randomly on an NXT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, this, is what, this is what you get though, for, for treating people like crap. Yes. And they better hope Tony Khan doesn't figure it out with some of these people. Because then they're really going to be hurting. Well, I mean, what really gets me is uh, thinking you can contact old man River, Bobby Fish, and uh, he's going to just say, hey guys, let's all go back to WWE. Triple H is in charge now. Like, Adam Cole isn't loving where he's at right now. Yeah, Cole has the most freedom he's ever had in his career right now. I, The way I read those supposed texts mm-hmm. was that he tried to get people to go back. And then, like, well, Cole and O'Reilly said they weren't going to go back. Right. Like, I don't, I don't, like, based off of the text, you know, the ones that are supposedly out there. And again, I, I don't know if they're real or not. Do I think they tried to use fish? Of course. But I don't know if these things are real or not. But yeah. who knows? Maybe he left his phone sitting beside somebody and they, you know, screen captured it but or took a picture of it. But I I don't know how it's almost like he tried to get them to to go back the other way instead of Triple H trying to get you know what I'm, you see what I'm saying? Like he was trying to get a group together, and be like, "Yeah, we're out of here." Mm-hmm. And then Triple H was like, "No, no, I only want these two guys." Right. I mean, here's the thing: with Adam Cole not being medically cleared to compete, Kyler Riley out at least eight months with his neck injury. 
there's nothing to do with with Bobby Fish. That's that's how it was. I mean, that that's how it stood right then and there. So Bobby Fish saying, hey, I'm not going to resign. I'm going to go ahead and, and go elsewhere. OK, I get that. You got they don't have anything planned for you. You want to go make some money and do your own thing. Cool. But to start talking about all of these different situations, it really just made him come off as bitter. Especially where he's talking about like, oh, well, you know, the CM Punk throws crappy kicks and blah, blah, blah. Like, really? Like, why are you even saying that stuff? Nobody cares. And he shows up on Impact where there's like 20 people. <laughs> but again, though, the, the the other interesting thing is all these people said no. Yeah. Like Miro has an opportunity to do other things besides AEW. And I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. Swerve and uh, Keith Lee didn't like the way they were treated. And apparently Adam Cole, you know, was like, oh, Tony, just so you know, mm-hmm. this guy's doing this. And that they kind of were like, no, you want to go, go. We're not, you know, we're not going to, we're not even going to entertain bringing you back if that's your, if that's what you, you're trying to poach our talent. Right. You can leave. You know, this is the way the story goes, but good, good luck to him because without O'Reilly or Cole, he's never really, I don't think he's ever really done anything as a singles. Yeah. And I'm not saying the guy can't wrestle. He can. He's good. But. Mm. He's not Adam Cole. He's not Kyle O'Reilly. He knew, he will never be either one of those guys. So as long as that's the case, hey, buddy, sorry. <laughs> Enjoy impact. I mean, that's the best I can tell you. Mm-hmm. And, and again, though, something tells me, though, that there may not be a lot of truth to this. Mm-hmm. Because if he was being poached by the WWE, shouldn't he have showed up there instead of impact? I Maybe mean, it was it Dixie Carter all along. Oh, Dixie is poaching damn. talent. Damn that Dixie. <laughs> that damn Jezebel. <laughs> Years from now, sit back going. <laughs> <laughs> it's always me. I mean, I'll say this. Triple H is trying his best to do what he can, but dude. You have to recognize if you're if you're sitting in that position, you got to know. Uh, I don't know if I want to call this guy, but I guess it's worth a try. Like, I can see why he'd be tempted to do it, but I, I completely agree and understand like why, for example, Keith Lee wouldn't go because it wasn't just him that got that got done dirty. It was his wife too. Like because he wasn't on TV, they're like, eh, we don't have anything for you. Well, there's only so much. There's only so much. Trust people are going to put into Triple H, right? Because of the fact that you still have some of Vince Vince's minions sitting around, you know. And until there's a true cleanse, I mean, yeah, you go up, and then what happens? You know, all right, Keith Lee goes up. He's promised the world. Okay, well, what now? You already got Braun back. Probably getting Bray back. Where are you gonna go? You got Roman. So yeah. Yeah, I mean once again a guy like Keith Lee and Strickland will be swallowed up by the machine because you already have you already have big names. Yep. So yep. And, and why would you trade away 
Like, why would you say, you know what, I'm going to give up this this prime position I'm in right now on the cusp of a, of a major heel turn and heel run so that I can be second match on NXT? Yeah. And I've already done more in six months with AEW than I did. Yeah, the entire time. Yeah, absolutely. I agree mm-hmm. with you. And, and when it comes to Keith Lee, it's even more so because look at how just dirty they did this guy. You know, he comes in and the crowd goes ballistic at Survivor Series when they did the NXT versus Raw and SmackDown feud. Then he he comes out on Monday Night Raw after Drew McIntyre's world champion has a great match with Randy Orton. And again, you know, the crowd is just over the moon about him. But what do we get? We get Bearcat Lee. Well, no, 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 no. Didn't he, didn't he come up, then they sent him away, and then they brought him back mm-hmm. as Bearcat Lee? Yeah, so he comes up, he gets the call yeah. up. Like I said, the match against Randy Orton, where everybody's like, wow, this guy's really got it. And then he does next to nothing on television. He gets taken down, and, and the rumor comes up that uh, Vince doesn't think he's ready. He wants him to go back and train more. Mm-hmm. Then they bring him back as Bearcat Lee. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's a lot of, that is a lot of confidence shattering going on. And I can't say I blame Keith Lee in the slightest for saying, yeah, no, thank you. I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. Appreciate you. You know, I just don't see any reason why they would change their mind on that. I mean, Malachi Black, if he goes back to WWE in that regard, I can at least see it because it's, you know, his wife is there. But frankly, creative wise, and he's even stated that it has nothing to do with going to one company or another. It's just that he needed time off. I mean, it, we're in that day day and age now where like everybody is, is suspecting the, the promotion war between AEW and WWE. And, and I get it, but not everything is going to be that way. The ones that will, well, in my opinion, the ones that will jump back across are the ones that weren't being used the way they wanted to be used in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, the ones that had been used a little bit in the past. Keith Lee will not because of the fact that he couldn't do what he's doing there before. So why would he go back? You know, um, Malachi Black, like you said. I think that they had started to tap the potential of Malachi Malachi Black when he was there. But we'll see. He says he wants to take time off. We'll see. Um, The ones you'll see are the ones that you can expect, you know. But it is what it is, you know. I think the ones that are going to go are go and... Well, but again, until you get the cronies out of there and get fresh blood in places and let people do what they know how to do, you stop getting these stupid ass gimmicks and nobody understands, mm-hmm. you know, like why, like the guy you're talking about, where the hell did he come from? What is this? You know, now, is it all turn out now? Does it all turn out to be Bray Wyatt's little puppets and it turns out to be the Wyatt family? Then genius you know but we'll see but how so we, i know we're wrong here rob but how would that be genius 
Like these aren't four brand new people. These are four people that have been around before the puppets. The only thing genius to me would be the way to tie in what used to be to what is. Because the, still the problem you have is, and I'm totally contradicting myself, but the problem that you have is you still have to play in the, all right, um, Alexa Bliss just turned on you and left you to burn. You know, like, what the hell? Yeah. Are we going to just forget that happened as she's, like, bebopping around now? So. But. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it ever happens because Bray Wyatt could just be sitting there going, Bray Wyatt could just be sitting there like some of the, you know, other free agent players around that are like, oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. Not going anywhere, but look at me. Are there any other major free agents that that haven't been brought in as far as officially? I mean, we've seen Jay White. We've seen Will Ospreay. We've seen... You know, them have uh, uh, cameo appearances, basically, having limited runs. But are there any other major free agents that we haven't had a chance to see in, like, AEW or that WWE could bring in? Free agents? Yeah. I mean, I would think there's probably plenty of them, but... The, um, as far as a name, I, I don't know if I'd, I'd give you a name, but I'm sure they're you know all over the landscape. <clears throat> but it depends on what you would call or what you would consider major. I guess well, like, you're uh, talking like going right to the top of the, you know, top of the mountain, or just um, major in a name type recognition. I mean, what about a guy like uh, Matt Cardona? Would he count as a major name at this point? No. What? I almost spit my sprite out. (laughs) I mean, he is a name, and he is a a name that wrestling fans know. But you have to be a wrestling fan. Bobbleheads aren't going to – they're going to be like, oh, it's Zack Ryder. Hmm. You know, like those of us who follow wrestling and follow Matt Cardona with his figure, you know, action figure itch and all that stuff. will be like, yes, OK, he is deliberately on his own, did what Cody Rhodes had done. You know, he went out from the E and made a name for himself and made a character and made a following, you know. Had the whole. Macho King knockoff, you know, played all that. Um, so, but as I mean, I agree, like the bobbleheads, I just don't think you, the bobbleheads would be like, oh, oh, I've seen it because they're so tainted. I would think that if Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green were to be brought in, he could have a major role wherever he goes. Nope. Not in the E. Uh, not in the, the E? No. The, the E is not 
to Rob's point, they're not looking for Matt Cardona. They would have signed him by now if they were looking for Matt Cardona. They would have jumped all over it. He doesn't fit their their mold. Mm-hmm. They would never push him to the top. I think besides a few additions of like we've seen Braun and those mm-hmm. and bringing back some of the females, I think what's going to turn the ship is already there. They just have to put the people in the places that they be and let them do what they do. You know, turn Shinsuke loose, turn Finn loose. Let fucking, sorry, AJ Styles do what AJ Styles does. You know what I mean? Like, they have players. They just had, don't let them do what they need to do. I mean, shoot, you got Ricochet. Like, let, let Ricochet and Finn go after, after out of it for a little while and see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but again, though, I don't know if that's the WWE's what the fans want either. Because they are, I mean, the WWE fans, they're they're different. Like, they're programmed different. They like the characters. Yeah. Yeah, they just want simple matches. I mean, simple delivery, good guy wins, bad guy does bad guy things, larger than life type appearance. Yeah, I mean, every WWE match is pretty much rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. There's nothing crazy to them. There's nothing um, earth earth shattering to them. I mean, they're to me, they're a lot of them are boring. They do have the occasional great one, but mm-hmm. they're just boring. It's the same formula. Do you feel that with with Soraya getting signed to AEW, that the women's division will get a, a continued emphasis and they'll focus more on that, or do you think we're going to still see the kind of sporadic highlights from them versus what they what they had initially started with? I think it'll stay with doing what it's doing because then you can you can focus on your high spots and not show the weaknesses of the division. Mm-hmm. Cuz I feel like they have a, a a great amount of talent in the women's division in AEW, but there's just there's only but so much TV time that they have. They only give them but so much exposure out there. So it's difficult to really pinpoint, but like looking at names that have been brought in before, like Ruby Soho and Athena, you know, both of them have just basically served a purpose of, of putting others over. And who knows? Maybe that's the the design. Maybe that's what their their role was supposed to be all along. Uh, who is Athena lost to besides this last four way? She lost to Jade. Jade. She lost to uh actually she's lost to Britt Baker twice. Uh, didn't she lose to Britt Baker in a tag match not too long ago? Let me look that up, actually. Let me look that up. 
What is Athena's win loss record? See, I, I mean, the the interesting thing about AEW, right, mm-hmm. is they normally put up win loss records. Yeah. And if you don't pay attention to those, you're really missing something. I mean, it's like the acclaimed. I had no clue until they told, said it mm-hmm. that oh, they're they're the winningest tag team. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like they've won more matches than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, who was some of the other ones? Uh, I know I brought it up in the chat. Like Phoenix and Penta have over a hundred matches. Athena um, is eight and three for twenty twenty two, and pinfall losses: Jade Cargill, Jade Cargill, <coughs> Brit, Britain Serena in a tag match, and then um, I don't remember she, who got pinned in the Fatal Four Way. Oh yeah, but wouldn't that count? I guess as a it loss technically though? counts. I, I guess it kind of does, but. Um, Shows her as eight and three, even though that's four losses. So but one does of them didn't count. The she must not have gotten. Uh, it does. It does. Let me pull up AEW's official rankings. But still, eight and four. That's for only being there for three months, maybe. AEW's ranking site hasn't been updated since August 31st. Interesting. Yeah, As of August 31st, she was ranked number three. But but again, if she's been there three months, mm-hmm. average of four weeks per month, she's had 12 matches. She's, she, I mean, she's wrestling on TV probably at least every week. So that I mean, I I wouldn't think that's bad for her. As far as like how the women are shaking out, I mean, some of them you're not putting Sky Blue on TV every week. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Tony Sky Storm's Blue been recently announced as uh, getting a full time deal. Yeah, uh, Tony Storm's been. On TV, pretty regular. Mm-hmm. My girl Jade. What's up, Jade? <laughs> Brian wants to be a baddie. <laughs> I mean, she's on all the time. Uh, Sheeta. Although she's probably flipping back and forth overseas. Yeah, she's holding. She's got uh, two titles now overseas. Yeah. I mean, I. Uh, I don't, it's not like you're going to, they're going to be showcased, but so much. A lot of, I don't, and again, you have two titles, so there's only going to be two champions at any one time. Tony Storm is 12 and two on the year, by the way. For singles, uh, win-loss record. Getting these uh, tabulated uh, rankings, by the way, or win-loss records from AEWResults.com. Interesting. It's a nice-looking website. 
Yeah, maybe that's the new website. Uh, ABC Seven Show, yes, absolutely. Um, feel free to call in if you'd like to. We'll be happy to answer your questions. Uh oh. Oh, we said it too many times, huh? <laughs> 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 this could uh, this could go wonderfully well or horribly bad. We'll find out. <laughs> now <laughs> on your side. Now for the, for the record, Stan gets the answer to the questions. <laughs> Says name on the cheek on the slip. Yeah, that's part of the contract. Stan answers the guest question. <laughs> Tell you what, but actually, that has show, been. I will. That has been the way it's been, right? That you handle the interviews. Usually, I'll go ahead and invite him to uh, to speak with us here, and we'll see if he wants to join us for a moment. All right, I'm going mute. I, this is crazy. I'm going mute. <laughs> we'll see how it goes here. I apologize when switching through tabs. I don't always see the uh, chat messages as quickly as I should. So, trying to make sure I get to them. In the meantime, uh, as I was stating, I was looking through AEWResults.com. Gives me um, a great listing of win-loss records, some pie charts and graphs. That's a, somebody has put some dedicated effort to this. It looks really nice, actually. Listen, so here's a question, though. Sure. Like, who knew that that the, the I don't know how to call, should have called them the Gun Club or the Ass Boys? We're so uh, much they don't than call FTR. them the ass boys. They do not want to be called the ass boys. <laughs> Who knew they were so much bigger than FTR? Right? They're, yeah, I thought they're I was watching really Elf or something. <laughs> Santa! <laughs> I know him. <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like what's going to happen though with um, the Gun Club is we're going to actually see FTR squash them pretty quickly. <laughs> I have okay. a feeling it's not going to be. The firm is not going to get a fair shake. What if, what if they go for the ROH titles and FTR drops those titles and then picks up the AEW titles? So I could I could certainly see FTR beating the acclaimed. Um, the gun show, beat, the gun club, whatever the hell. Um yeah, I mean, I'm, I wouldn't say that it's an impossible type thing, but yeah, it's, it's, huh? I don't know. Then the gun, then the ass boys got to deal with the Briscoes. Oh my god! Oh, I told <laughs> you, you you could have a belt. I just didn't tell you which one. <laughs> oh, and your first title defense is a ladder match against the Briscoes. <laughs> That would not be well. Who knows? Maybe the Gun Club shocks us, right? Maybe they show out and we're like, "Oh, oh shit, we got a new tag team. It's the Gun Club. Holy crap!" Well, I mean, Dax did just put out something not too long ago that they might be winding down their careers. It's crazy to think that, but can you blame them? I mean, no, I can't. What a run! Yeah. What better way to end your career than to say, "Yep." Going out on top, holding all the tag championships. I mean, it's got it. They got to go down in history as one of the best, right? Oh, quick question: 
how much more does FTR need to do to go down in history as the greatest tag team of all time? How much more do they need to go to do? Yeah. What do they need to do to go down in history right now? Uh, all right. Of all time? So according to Uncle Dax, I like that. Uncle Dax. Did you just say Uncle Dax? Yeah, that's his that's his that's his Twitter handle. Uncle, Uncle Dax, Dax FTR. Okay. Well, it's Dax. It's at Dax FTR, but his title or his name is Uncle Dax. So I'm down with that. I'd much okay. rather have Uncle Dax than Drunk Uncle Jericho. <laughs> I mean, Drunk Uncle Jericho might be funny at you know at uh, you know like the family reunions, but it's not like <laughs> you want that guy just hanging out with you all the time. You know. Gotta I have a hope theory he doesn't on listen. That's, that is going to be so funny one day. I think his abs are like spray painted on, like spray tanned <laughs> on. And then as the match goes off, it wears off. And that's why it looks like he's actually getting fatter. Same stomach, but we get hustled into thinking that he actually has abs at first. <laughs> listen, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how the abs can, like when he when he comes out, he can have a six or a, mm-hmm. you know, more, like a, more like a four and a half, but they look like six. And then by the time we're we're at the finish of the match, he looks like he's you know done drunk a six pack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Maybe he's got bags installed or something that they just bust on him. He's like, ah, oh, it's Ew. just water. Let's move on. <laughs> so anyway, Dad, Uncle Dak says seven different world championships, mm-hmm. and they've been and now that's different world championships, but they've been. Tag team champs nine times. So I don't think they touch the Dudleys or the Road Warriors. Uh, what is the Dudleys? Aren't they 20, near 20, 20 something? I don't know about the total title reigns, but I know that they're one of the only tag teams in wrestling history to hold a title in every promotion they've been in. Same for the Road Warriors. Um, Harlem Heat, uh, 11 time WCW tag champs. All right. So, but I, I mean, I think, I think, I think FTR would surpass Harlem Heat. And don't get me wrong, Harlem Heat's a great tag team, but mm-hmm. I think on the grand scheme of things, I think they would surpass Harlem Heat. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know if they're Dudley Boys. And Road Warrior, yet. I mean, they held the Raw Tag Titles, the SmackDown Tag Titles, the NXT Tag Titles. They've held the Ring of Honor, IWGP, mm-hmm. AEW, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and AAA. AAA. Um, what else is there? Impact. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know, man. I think an argument could be made that they may be the be- the best tag team, like ever. Mm, I I would I would give you best tag team of this era. Oh yeah, easily best tag team of this era. Yes. Which is odd to say because it wasn't that long ago where we were looking at. Really, that argument being the Briscoes, the Bucks, uh, you know, and, and FTR was maybe in the conversation as being very, very good, but they just 
they get to uh, AEW and they've just kicked it up into four different levels. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. NWA. They haven't been NWA champions. Mm, NWA, good one. Good one. Yeah, but I, I mean, of all time, though, God, that's a lot of that's a lot of great tag teams. You got to you'd have to put them against. I mean, you got the Road Warriors. You've got uh, the Dudleys. You've got Harlem Heat. We'll give Harlem Heat their props. The Steiners. Um, the, Har- um, the Hardys. The Hardys. Heart Foundation. Would you put uh, the Rock and Roll in there or no? Oh, of course. Rock and Roll Express, yeah. You gotta oh, of put course. Them in there. Yeah, you got to put yeah. them in there. Um, I don't, maybe the Midnight Express? Yes. Freebirds? Ah, uh, Freebirds. I mean, do we get to use the Freebird rule with the Freebirds? Yeah, of course. Okay. No, I, I don't know. That's what about a, the New Day? For for a modern tag team, okay. Usos. Yeah. Yeah, Usos. As much as I know, as much as, as I am, yeah, exactly. You can't can't look look past them. Um. Yeah, but I I don't. I mean, have have any of us really said been that negative on the Usos? No, I, I guess it, for me, it's just I get tired of seeing the same old thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not that they're not good. They are good. It's just much like Roman. It, you've, it's the only thing we've seen. Like, let's see other stuff. Let's see new stuff. You know, it's not a dig at their ability. It's more of a an indication of we're getting bored. Yeah, yeah, that's the best way to put it. That's the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about the Lucha Brothers? Yeah, I mean, I guess I mean, it's again, interesting. That would be a modern. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's interesting because you start looking at some of these tag teams, like like the Bucks would have to be modern era because I, I don't know if we could really draw another parallel. Um. But well, after all of this has happened, I mean, what would you think? What would you say? I mean, again, if if you're talking all time, mm-hmm. I don't know if I don't know, I don't know if Lucha falls for that. I don't know if the Bucks fall for that. If you're talking just strictly modern era, mm-hmm. I think then both of them go into the argument. But again, all time and modern or current era. Versus mm-hmm. all time is mm, that's tough because I mean, don't forget Arn and Oli, Arn and Tully. Mm-hmm. Um, calling that, I, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. New Age Outlaws. Yep. <sighs> Oh, yeah, so all time. No. Yeah, that's just hard what about, all time. What about the Nasty Boys? AWA, WCW, WWE Tag Team Champions? I would, were they ECW champs too? Uh, good question. Let me look that up real quick. Nasty Boys. They would be in the conversation. Would they be at the top of the list? No, but they're in conversation, yes. In my opinion. But I have been wrong tonight, so. I mean, to me, one and two is easy. Just 
matters where you would flip it all time. But once you start ranking three down, I don't I don't know who that would be. Dully's and and to me Dully's and the Road Warriors are one and two. You can flip them whichever way you want. It really wouldn't matter. Depends on what criteria you're looking at. Yeah, but yes, but those are definitely your top two to me of all time. Um, but again, once you rank, once you hit three down, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know how to rank anybody else. Maybe Rock and Roll Express would be three, based off the longevity. So would you put where? What? Who would you put one and two? Let's go from there. One and two is, is for me is the Dullies or the Road Warriors. Okay. Again, you just you flip them to whatever Which suits your one, taste. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rob, what do you think? Same two? Different two? I would say the same two. I mean... It's hard to, de- to deny either team the top spot. You know what I mean? Like, for everything they did, Road Warriors and the time that they did it is, is just tremendous. And Dudley's, for the longevity of how they did it, is pretty outstanding. Well, the Dudleys for like, they could do the different things too. They could do the hardcore. They could do the tables, ladders, and chairs, and they could do just a regular match. Mm-hmm. You know. So, I mean, that's what I say is you know, it's what could multifast. Sorry, I'll stop talking. What are you stopping talking for? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You, you were fine. You were making a point. Now, Rob, last week, just to bring you up to speed, Brian and I were talking about doing a watch along of Starcade '83 and WrestleMania One, and then kind of going over the difference of delivery methods as far as how these stories get told. Cool. Obviously, we wouldn't do a watch along of both in one night, but we do one at a time and give us a breakdown because we were talking about it last week, you know, as far as the differences between how stories are laid out, how AEW does it, how WWE does it currently. Um, and I thought it would be an interesting uh, look. And maybe what we could do is find an early ECW show and uh, take a look at them for how, how Paul Heyman did it. Well, I think which one of the com- straight comparisons you got right now <laughs> is the fact that AEW is more dark and more hard-hitting in wrestling, and WWE is more lights, characters, and look at us. Mm-hmm. And that's the way WrestleMania was. WrestleMania was lights, camera, look at us. Mm-hmm. And Starcade was, here's some people kicking someone's ass. Oh, and Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, Brian, I guess we don't have to do the watch long. Rob just summed it up for us. Nice. <laughs> well, there um, you go. <laughs> that's why I wasn't invited. Sorry. <laughs> hmm. So, I'm trying to figure out like how many titles Road Warriors have won. Uh, one moment. IWGP, AWA, NWA. WCW. No, how many? Not, not oh. where. 
Well, so, like in the book, in, in Animal's book, it says that the problem they suffered from. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 